the four of us from stating the obvious, actually the three of us, would like to apologize for Pernay's incompetence. Uh, Fucking Pernay. Our last episode was published much later than we originally attended, over a month, so we apologize. Mainly Pernay apologizes, but... Come on, Pernay. Pernay. Freaking years to record. It was hard to edit it, I'll tell you that much. It was very difficult. Yeah. To all of our dear and valued listeners, I apologize on behalf of Renee. Uh, none of us knew um, that would be so hard to just get um, a few audio files to line up. Uh, or really that uh, such a Herculean undertaking would take as long as two weeks? Is that, is that how long it's been? Like two, three weeks? Uh, I think it's been like a month. Yeah. Easily a month. Yeah, clearly. I mean, it's, it, like, I think it's been two weeks. It's definitely two weeks. It sounds like. Nah, I've been texting Brene. I mean, Jeth has been calling Brene. I just want to say this: this sort of real moonshot endeavor is something we will ensure does not fall upon Brene's shoulders again, because clearly, uh, Brene's not up to the task. So. Yep. And with that, we would like to okay. uh, proceed well. to your regularly scheduled intro. Uh, hi, I'm your host, Biswa, with Stating the Obvious, and today we're going to state the obvious. Uh, Noah? Once again, uh, why do you get to be the host? I'm the host, Noah. That's just how it is. Oh my god. Uh, well, Noah? You want me to say something I obvious? I want you to say something obvious, Noah. I thought right. you would have figured this out. No. I, I want to be the host. Okay. That was, that's pretty obvious, but you're not going to get to. Cobb, let's uh, hear it. Uh, something obvious? I'll be staying in my house for the next 14 days. Oh, yep. Yeah. I think we all are, and we're skipping Pernay because of his inadequacy. Okay, so. Yep. Bro, I, this time, I don't like boxer briefs. <laughs> this is, I, I'm like over boxer briefs now. That, wait, wait, that wait, is the hallmark of boxer briefs. Wait, 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 what's changed? What's changed? Like, hold on, this is, I'm like, over this is like some real science here. Are you into tidy whities now, Pernay? Yeah. Uh, no, I'm just, I'm just into different things now, I guess. What are you wearing at the moment, It's, it's because Vishal left him. Uh, right now, right now... I am I am wearing a boxer brief. That's that's I wear boxer briefs right now, but but I I mean I still wear them, but I don't like them as much, you know. Really? That's that's just how it is. Sometimes you just you just uh you prefer change. going commando now, just like you know, uh letting it dangle in the breeze. I mean I I wear shorts, so <laughs> there's that. Maybe from time to time you oh. got you just gotta let it roam free, you know, just have some free range. Okay, and I do declare Please. that this conversation is going to end right now. Noah, I believe, <laughs> I like has, a, has a moral question for us. Noah, our All moral right. dude. Yeah, okay. Um, so this is a question straight out of uh, my brain. Um, basically, the idea is uh, how much is a, how, how much is an animal life? worth or really an animal species worth because we talk about things like biodiversity and protecting like wildlife but um really how much is it worth right like for example if i told you that by eliminating um this rare species of lizard that we could save five ten human lives is it worth it i mean i know some people would say yes some people would say no but cobb what do you think Okay, I think it probably depends, right? Like, how important is that species to, uh, the, yes. eco, to the ecosystem Ooh. around, right? And does it have any, like, long-term effects? Like, if we take out this lizard, See, do more humans die, right? The, that kind well, of thing. I mean, no, the, number one, the number one answer on this podcast is it depends. It depends. <laughs> <laughs> Just As, wait, it's quite obvious. Yeah. 
So no, I'll give some clarification Come. on that. So so okay, when you well. say, oh wait, no, I'm, I'm yes, let me, Noah, let me please continue speaking. When you say, you don't have speaking privileges. You lost speaking privileges. privileges are they've been revoked. Yes, we as the council decided. Okay, you cannot speak anymore. There is no silence. Zip it. I thought that was part of the council. Silence. Shut. Shut. Shut up. Just shut up. Just stop talking for now. Alright, very good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is abuse. But I'm okay with it. Uh, I would like I would like it known that uh, cyberbullying is okay if the person on the receiving end deserves it. <laughs> and I think we all agree if they deserve it. Moral <laughs> question. Not, um, moral that's not a, that's not a moral question. That is not a moral question. That is not a moral question. Can we go back to that? That is a moral statement. Yeah, no, I'll give some clarification on that. All right, 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 right. Uh, well, let's let's see. Let's say that you know this being a thought experiment, this like lizard species. If you remove it, like nothing will really happen. Right? There's no ecosystem to collapse to be talked about here. It's just like a rare species of lizard that doesn't exist anywhere else in the world, right? Like maybe it looks cool, right? Maybe it's got like this like cool looking. Uh, I don't know, like this sort of like uh, San Francisco 49ers sort of color scheme on it. But like you know, maybe the 49ers fans would be sad, but like. Other than that, like, there's no real value that this lizard has. I mean, if you think about it, right, there's, like, millions and millions of species out there, like, species of, like, every sort of insect, like, uh, you know, plant, whatever, out there. Yeah, I mean, like, most of those species, if you take it out, like, it might have, like, a little bit of an effect, but not much. And the question is really, um, do, do these, like, does biodiversity, do these species themselves have value? Like, does being unique give you value? Okay, yeah. So then, I, I think that like clarifies my answer a little bit. If there's no other value to the lizard, rather than it's just like rare and unique and its looks and and uh, stuff like that, but it doesn't have like any medical properties or things like that, then like yeah, just take out the lizards and like save the humans. Like I, I think, I think intrinsically people have to be like human first over you know the animal kind of thing. Well, I mean, like, like I, I think I think. Though every species is like designed to survive right i guess so every species should be looking out for its its own kind over something else mm. especially in this kind of situation where the only value the lizard has is like just being different yeah i mean i guess with that kind of logic it's just like every animal just like they're unique okay. but like I, I guess you, you could just have, like, lions, like, just kill deers, right? Because that's what they're supposed to do in order to survive, and, like, that's fine, right? We don't, like, second-guess, like, why are these lions killing their deer? Like, that's what they do to survive. Like, if it was a situation like this with humans and the lizards, like, yeah, we probably just kill the lizards to survive, because that's just, like, every... what every animal would do in that situation. We just have, like, the capacity to think about it differently. I mean, like, I guess, I guess at that point, like, the question is, like, are we as humans, like, different than most animals like um because i mean you could argue that like for the most part like we are kind of past that like rule of nature like if if we don't like kill every other animal on like the species on on the face of the earth right we're just fine like we'll get on just fine so at that point it's like i guess um, there's two responses to this right first is like i already mentioned uh we have the capacity to like think about whether or not we really should be doing it versus like a lion just like out of instinct kills like you know whatever animal it wants to eat to survive and the second answer would be humans are, yes, fundamentally different than animals because humans are the only animal that are attracted to breasts. Oh, yeah. No, no. That is, that is a good point. Titties do make you very different. 
Yes. So they do be like we are in fact fundamentally different than animals. Uh, Pernay has an opinion. Wow. Yeah, yeah. First time. Wait, wait, hold on, hold wait, on. So I think it's, uh, I are think... We, are we as a council reinstating Pernay's speaking privileges? Only I... for the next two minutes. Yep. Uh, well, I'll, I'll that's... Go for that. Okay, okay yeah, yeah. All right, are we all right. going on and off then? Okay. okay. Uh, yeah. Well, okay, so, yeah, I was just going to say, I think it's kind of interesting, because like, when we're looking at it, like, the, when Cobb initially thought about the question, too, I'm pretty sure he thought about it in terms of, like, the lizard's value to humans. And I think that's just very similar to, like, all the different species. Like, all the species, they think about themselves, right? It's not like we are... I mean, sometimes some people... Like, some some humans have different opinions about, like, uh, just because it's unique, we should keep it, and not because of its value to humans. But I think as a whole, like, most humans probably agree, like, if it... it we could we determine these things mostly uh, in terms of value to humans. Like, even when we look at ecological like disaster or ecological harms ultimately like the reason why all these things are bad is because like it has some bad impact at the very very end relating to humans and then also like it's just i think it's kind of interesting to think like if if like a lion had the same option to choose whether or not to kill us like what what would it say it would say like it would probably say the same thing as us or as we do in terms of its importance to it or our importance to it but yeah jeff yeah, true. So, I mean, I feel like a more interesting type of question is, like, what if the animal did serve some, or, like, insect even, serve some greater purpose? So, like, like mosquitoes all, like, harass us, like, every day. Like, we're so sick of them existing. Like, they bite us. We're like, screw you. We hate them, right? But they Fucking serve, mosquitoes. but they do serve, like, a purpose to some extent to, like, if we did, if every mosquito on the planet just, like, disappeared, like, there would be some sort of implication. And I feel like it's more interesting of a question to ask being like, if we got rid of mosquitoes, like, we no longer suffer from like the constant mosquito bites when I go to India, but you know, there could be some ecological damage. Yeah, cop. Yeah, no, I think what Pranay is saying is not, is true. Like at the end of the day, it's, it's like about the impact on humans, but I don't think that's like a bad thing. I think that's like what, like all species are designed to do. But going yeah, back I was to, like, just saying it more of a matter of fact thing. Like this is, what is yeah so going back to jit's jit's question though i think at that point you have to weigh the harms of like killing the species versus the benefits of killing the Mm -hmm. species which is a very case-by-case basis i don't think there's like a overarching answer like for mosquitoes like yeah they transmit a lot of viruses not just like mosquito bites okay that's like annoying and stuff but like look at the actual like bad stuff they transmit a lot of viruses they do a lot of like agricultural harm things like that but then they can also be used to like if we like genetically modify mosquitoes to like contain uh an antiviral or antibacterial they could inject that directly into the bloodstream of people right so we could use it to deliver medications and stuff like that so there's like di- which is actually that's like right anti-vaxxers we're coming for you <laughs> that's like a thing get release mosquitoes are like sick them that's like such a uh, a thing people are like actually talking about but it's so unique in the fact that it'll be a lot cheaper because there's like little to no production cost after like that initial investment and you can get it around to everybody much easier than like taking actual medical supplies so like i guess it's a case-by-case basis kind of thing well i guess if you're if you're thinking about like this in terms of like human lives like saying that like these these animal species only really have value uh, when talking about humans then i mean 
all this stuff going on about like deforestation and like like destroying the habitats of like wildlife and like animal cruelty like cruelty free like shampoo and like all that stuff i mean does that all that like really matter in so far as i mean a lot of it doesn't really come back to bite us right sure like big things like climate change but like you know if you like demolish like a forest to like build a new condo complex i mean it's not going to like hurt any humans in the long run like really Oh, yeah, anyway, I, I think it does hurt people in the long run, especially with, like, ecological change because you're you're pushing the species, like, out of their natural habitat and more into human territory, which directly can pose a, a threat to, like, humans when they're, like, trying to interact with these animals, right? That kind of thing. But I think there's a distinction between, like, that kind of stuff, like, deforestation, taking out the habitats and stuff, and, like, animal cruelty. One's more about, like, animal rights. One's more about, like, biodiversity. I think they're, like, two separate issues, right? Yeah, mm. I think that's true, for sure. That's fair. All right. Yeah, that's also um, interesting too. For like animal cruelty, like how exactly do you think they make like animal cruelty laws? Because those are definitely not like in terms of the impact that we have on uh, on on humans. It's the impact on the animals. Uh, I mean, like I, I think that's like somewhat going outside of like the purview of this question because like this question was talking like less about like does do like animal. Um, does animal suffering like still matter as much as like human suffering? It was it was less about that, more about like the uniqueness of like biodiversity, right? Like, does being unique make you valuable? I guess like the consensus seems to be no. Um, but I mean, going off of that, looks like uh, we got uh, yeah, got a quote a from certain... Jithir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, one of my famed quotes from your host. Uh, the quote is, whenever something bad happens, someone profits off of it in some way. And this is something I thought about for a while, just because I feel like, you know, back in like, uh, like 08, around like the stock market crash, financial crisis, we saw like all these stocks tank, but like in the movie, The Big Short, we saw like, you know, a couple people like make massive profits off it. And, you know, that's something bad, like a bunch of families were left homeless in America, but you know, people still profit off of it. And I feel like in, in every, in almost every situation, I feel like there's somebody profiting off of it, even if we don't know about it. Thoughts, I guess? Um, I mean, that seems pretty true, but <laughs> I guess it's like, well, uh, are you trying to say like, you know, should we be the ones profiting off of it? I mean, should we go out there and like, you know, I mean, buy we up could all the hand be. sanitizer? <laughs> or, I mean, should we find those people and like beat the money out of them? Yeah, I mean, is it like okay I mean, like, I think also, for them to be I mean, profiting like off of stuff like this? I feel like there's probably some things also when something bad happens, nobody profits. Like, like I don't know. If, like, yeah, like so like what would be an example meltdown? of something like that? Yeah, so, like, say there's, like, a nuclear reactor meltdown, oh. and it just, like, goes around the entire Earth, like, the ra- radioactive, like, fallout and stuff. And then, like, everyone's... And it was just someone's mistake. Well, and so, like, I mean, everyone I, is kind of fucked. I think that, like, you know, solar panel equipment, like, manufacturers probably profit off of that. Just, yeah, did, I, I mean, someone profiting, is someone profiting isn't, like, necessarily them trying to trying to be bad or something like that it's just that they've made a type of investment beforehand which turns out to be beneficial in the yeah. face of this crisis it's, right so, so 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 what if what if what if there's like a scientist creating this like reactor this fusion reactor 
and it just blows up the earth by accident. They just end up blowing up the earth, and like everybody's fucked. Well, I mean, yeah, but that's a bit of an extreme scenario. And like you could probably argue that like maybe if we like survived as a race, like we would have like gone out into the stars, like fucked over some other alien race. So who knows? I mean, this is a hypothetical. But, man. I mean, I think I think the. I think the most, like, relevant... I mean, like, it's a, it's a good point, though, like, this is making. Because, like, I remember reading, like, a news story, like, it was, like, last night. Um, apparently, there's, like, some dude in Tennessee who, like, had, like, 15,700 bottles of hand sanitizer. And, like, uh, he was... Like, I think, like, his plan was to, like, sell it on, on sell it all on Amazon at, like, a higher price. <laughs> but as soon as, like, the Tennessee Attorney General started investigating him, he just, like, donated all of them. Yeah, no, 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 yeah, they, forced, they forced him to gouging. donate it. Yeah. Yeah, because he would have been price gouging, so they forced him yeah. to donate oh, all of it, it because of this whole corona situation happening. And speaking of corona, we're all sitting at our homes recording this because or we... I'm still stuck at GW. Okay, yeah, Ooh, Noah's not here yeah, yet. I'm but standing, too. Most, so most, <sighs> most people are at their homes uh, because we've all, we've all been quarantined because of the whole coronavirus situation, so... Yeah. Yeah, it's just like a giant mess. It totally escalated. I remember making a prediction in the very like first pilot episode of the podcast. I was like, Corona will just die down like Ebola. Like it won't become a massive deal. Yeah. And here, and here we all are quarantined in our home for the next couple of weeks. So. Well, well, I think I, there's like I, a pretty big distinction between like the way Ebola is transmitted and the way like coronavirus transmitted. Well, it's also also yeah, like sure. the areas that it spreads to is also different. Like Ebola is very big in Africa. Corona is not that big in Africa compared to. Like uh, other places uh, like racist. China or the U.S. where Ebola was not a big Which is all attributed to the way it uh, I mean, uh, spreads. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like, I think the... And think, also, like, the, like, the, the resistances of the disease. I think, like, the main difference is that, like, just, like, coronavirus is, like, paradoxically less lethal. So, like, you know, Ebola was, like, scary as hell because, like, you know... I remember, like, uh, reading, like, that book, like, Hot Zone in uh, ninth grade bio. Mm, uh, and, like, that, yes. that book was, like, fucking freaky. Because, like, apparently with Ebola, like, you know, like, the terms, like, crash and bleed out. Like, you know, when the virus, like, hits you, like, it hits you. Like, you fucking, like, fall on the floor just, like, bleeding from every single hole in your body. And that is fucking scary, man. Um, but, like, it also means that, like, you know, people, like, with Ebola don't go around, like, in public and, like, spread it. Because, like, they're fucking dead. Yeah, the, you don't know something really weird or really scary, Noah? What? Ebola is the mild version of a disease called Marburg, which is just as lethal, or actually more lethal. It's like an 80% death rate, and it spreads just as fast. Oh, great. Thanks, Cobb. That really helped me with my, uh, like my just like everyday anxiety because of yeah. this health epidemic. Spreads just as fast as Corona? Or... No, as Ebola. It's Ebola. Ebola. Yeah. No, we would not be talking to you about this podcast because uh, we would be dead. There's this movie I just watched yesterday. It's called Outbreak, I think. It's on Netflix. But it was like, it's Ooh. about like this. Um, I mean, like, uh, I, I will disease say... Disease called Motaba, which I don't think is real. What? Yeah, I don't think that... I don't think it is a real disease. I yeah, I'm pretty that. sure it's not a real disease. It, but it's not. I, I don't know. It, it's just, it was just... It wasn't scary because it's obviously a movie, but... Uh, it, was, I, it was pretty interesting to watch, like, in light of all the recent things that we were... That's yeah. been happening. <sighs> I mean, yeah. like, me personally, I'm still stuck at um, fucking GW. Woo... You know, raise high the buff in blue. Let's go, Patriots yeah. or well, I don't even know. Colonials? No, we're the Colonials. Aren't you guys Which hippos? Is... 
Uh, no. Okay, so that's weird, but yeah, we are we are the colonials. But like, basically, um, I I'm okay. I told you guys I'll be flying back on the twenty first, which is like the next next Saturday from when we're recording. But I've actually moved up my flight to Wednesday, the eighteenth, just because of how fast all of this like coronavirus is like developing, and like you know you don't know. I mean, like tomorrow, the day after, like you know, the whole like U.S. could be shut down. Like it's just like developing so quickly. Yeah, exactly. It's a crazy situation, and you know, uh, the biggest problem is like if you compare the U.S. to countries like South Korea, you know, South Korea had a huge problem with coronavirus, but then they were they just gathered everyone and like we're testing all of you, and then they just like did on mass tested everyone, and in the U.S. like you need to meet very like specific criteria in order to test people, and it's just an entire situation with like not enough testing, and you know. And then when not enough testing happens, people can spread it without knowing they spread it and, you know, so on and so forth. Yeah. U.S. Yeah, well, is a lockdown. That, that's also because, like, uh, I mean, I, I'd give the U.S. a little bit more credit there. It's not necessarily, like, yeah, it's because there's not enough tests. But the reason why there aren't enough tests is because they're focusing more on, like, a long-term cure rather than just, like, short-term quarantine, right? Like, they're putting a lot of money into developing, like, a vaccine and, like, antiviral treatment over getting enough tests, right? Like, I think that is... I mean, that's you can debate whether that's, like, a good thing or a bad thing, but, like, that's what they're doing. And, like, that's the reason why there aren't enough tests. Okay, so the whole thing is, right, I was, like, reading some news articles because pretty much if you ever go on any news site, like, all you see is corona. Yeah. Like, you don't see any other yeah. kind of news anymore. Yeah. Uh, but basically, like, we allocated, like, $7 billion, $13 billion or something. Like, that is a lot of money in order to be dealing with this situation. And it's just, like, why can't we do both? We could also be yeah. producing these antiviral things, and we could be, like, making a bunch more test kits. Like, we we clearly have enough money to do so. Like, the amount of money the U.S. spends every year on just anything is insane. So, literally, like, it wouldn't be hard to put a ton of money into testing and put a ton of money into, you know, looking for, like, a longer-term solution to this situation. But I it's mean, just, yeah, we, we could do both, but, like, the re this is, like, what we're doing. Like, this is the reason why. This is just, like, what's yeah. happening. Well, I mean, like, I personally think the reason why is just because, like, the Trump administration is horribly incompetent. But, I mean, that's something we've known for a while. And I think, like, the one feature of, like, uh, coronavirus in the U.S., which I think is maybe not unique, but probably, like, something we, we're only really seeing in the U.S., is the fact that, like, corona like trump has such an ego he just doesn't want to admit that coronavirus is a problem or he's only just starting to admit that and like his like followers or like his voters are like the very people that are most vulnerable to coronavirus so like out of like all the countries in the world we're the only one where like the like old people like the elderly the sick the most vulnerable are the ones who are like yeah there's no problem like trump will take care of it yeah, and it's interesting because at, like, the the press conference, press briefing thing that he was doing, like, Fauci, I don't know how you say it, but he was like, yeah. look, it's going to be, like, coronavirus is going to be a big issue in the U.S. We need to be prepared for it. Like, it's very problematic. Then Trump immediately said afterwards, like, we've got it all under control. The virus is contained. And I'm just like, uh, you're serious. Trump well, impression. You're serious. Yeah. He literally <laughs> just said. Like, yeah, he, to he be fair, though, wait, just was, said. was this the one from yesterday, Jit? Uh, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So today he had another one where he was like, "Yeah, no, it is a problem." Like yeah, he like, straight just, up said it. Yeah. I mean, he yeah. should. But remember, like way back before, he was like, "Oh, it's an entire like hoax by the Democrats. Like they're they're just trying to yeah. make the 
the administration like, look bad. I'm just like, and oh, honestly, oh, like at this oh, point, yeah. it's like too little, too late, right? I mean, like the virus is already here. Like we're already like getting like quarantined at home because of like, the virus. Like you know, my school has shut down. Well, not shut down, but like they're doing only online classes for the rest of the year. Campus is getting closed. So like at this point, like you know, like yeah, sure, like Trump's finally starting to realize it's a problem, but you know, could have done that like I don't know, like a month earlier. Yeah, for sure. I agree. But, you know, if anything good has come from the situation, the silver lining is that I have four exams the week I come back from spring break and I don't have them anymore. They've all been postponed. So for that, Corona, yeah. I thank you. <laughs> for everything else, go, go, go die. Literally leave me alone. Well, I mean, I think one other thing coronavirus has done for us is that it's allowed us to put more time into, like, you know, some of the things that we... We've been, like, you know, maybe neglecting or, like, maybe some of, like, the shows we've been putting off because, you know, going outside and going to school is a bitch and, like, that takes a lot of time out of valuable things like, I don't know, binge-watching TV. So now that we're all stuck at home, <laughs> or soon will be, uh, let's talk about some things that you can do while living inside, like, a fucking introvert. Yep, so the first thing I recommend that all of our listeners do is if this is, like, your first episode... Go listen to the rest. Go check out the rest of the Stating the Obvious podcast. It's great. You'll love it. You can listen to us make horrible predictions about uh, about the future. Yeah, and stay, stay tuned for we'll post a new episode every week, as long as Pranay does his work. Yeah, and we'll, and we'll try to post a bit more while we're all quarantined yeah. and, you know, you know, we have nothing else to do. Now that Pranay is, like, stuck inside his house, he has no excuse. No excuse. I agree. Yep. He actually has no excuse. So... We will definitely be getting more uh, more content out to you, hopefully, maybe. Uh, but with that, here are some other here's some other stuff you could do. You could listen to other podcasts. Uh, GG over easy is something the majority of us in the podcast listen to. <laughs> Jacob, <laughs> yeah, uh, it's by Mr. Fruit and his gang, and it's really good. And Noah has another recommendation for a podcast. All right, well, I mean. I have been listening to a podcast very recently, um, and I'm already on like episode 37, even though I just started like a few days ago. It is called Hello from the Magic Tavern, and it is basically uh, this podcast where a bunch of like uh, improv comedians um, pretend that they're uh, you know inhabitants in like some magical like fantasy world, and they just basically just shoot the shit, um, but they're like you know pretending to be like elves and dwarves and like wizards and whatnot it's a very fun listen and i highly recommend it uh you know yeah, that sounds like something you'd be interested in it's a bunch I, of comedians fucking around i know what you could yeah, not like I, about that I, th- I think that's um, that sounds pretty good i'll, I'll definitely yeah. check it out yeah uh but we all know uh, you know i, I have a, i have another podcast oh you have another podcast like okay yeah let's hear it yeah uh i don't know if you guys you probably have definitely heard it. it's called radio lab uh it's uh, I don't know. The production studio is like WNYC, but uh, it's like one of the things that comes on NPRs. I think it comes Sundays at twelve. But it's just really, really. It's the first like podcast mm. that I've ever heard. Uh, like, and I figured out like what podcasting was and what podcasts were. And so I'm like a know. pretty religious listener and stuff. But it, they talk about all kinds of like science stuff. Uh, like I don't know social kind of stuff but it's mostly like emphasis on like science and stories i guess but it's really good and like their production is really really good too 
Yeah, so similar to ours. Similar level production oh, yeah. to ours. I was going to say, so like this radio lab taught you uh, how to like podcast. Might not be very good then. They have, they have episode, an entire like, they have an entire editing. company and they have like an entire company and like a studio and stuff, which we don't have. So yeah, yeah, I bet like, you they edit on time. Crashes, it crashes. Yeah. Like, I, I bet you. I, they I don't know, man. You know what they say, Pranay? A poor, it's a poor craftsman that blames his tools, and I, I think that in this case, you are a very poor craftsman. <laughs> the quote okay. coming out from Noah. Yeah, yeah, amazing. Noah OP. Yeah, for sure. I am pretty OP. Uh, don't nerf me though. Um, coronavirus, please don't nerf. <laughs> nerf is that what <laughs> dude if they started reporting news as in like a gaming and like oh, as if it was all gaming it would be amazing that would be we actually should to corona make meta unbalanced <laughs> honestly we should start we should nerf start corona a news, newspaper like that we should start a newspaper where we just yeah, talk in gaming language yeah. Oh, uh, yeah I don't know about that <laughs> I don't know if I would trust Pranik to do that <laughs> Yeah, that right. well, okay, well, uh, well, beyond podcasts, well, uh, we have some TV shows for you to binge. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this one, why, why don't you I, start us off? Okay, so I'm a humongous advocate of Stranger Things. I absolutely love the I show. And it's 100% bingeable. So you can watch it. I watched the entire show, like season one to three, in like, I think three days. I went like a season a day. So nice. <laughs> it is definitely doable. It's a definitely a nice. It's a really good way to kill your time, and it keeps you invested all the way throughout. For a lot of people, what they tell me is they like watch a couple episodes and they get bored. But I, I will admit it has somewhat of a slow start. But if you just power through those couple episodes and just keep watching, like you will be hooked. Well, I, I just want to ask, like you, you will you be said, hooked. You said you did like an episode. Um, a, I mean, a season a day, right? Yeah. How long is each season? <laughs> Uh, so in total, I believe there's something like over like twenty episodes, twenty five episodes in total, I think, for the uh, entire show. So okay, it, okay. it's so not it's not, long. It's like not that each? long. Um, as each episode is like forty five minutes. It's, it's so it's like one of those. So you TV can just shows. you it's can just like do the like entire thing okay, in a day. Minutes. So that's shows. like it's like uh, real television. <laughs> Ooh, okay. That is uh, for all all our listeners no, in Japan, no, no. or like you know, uh, who wish that they were Japanese uh, weebs. You know who you are. I apologize for <laughs> what this would just said. Uh, anime is a beautiful art form, and we never seem to disparage. Yes. It. Okay, but yeah. uh, each uh, each season has about eight episodes, now, so it's it's definitely bingeable. You can do it. You can spread it out. You can do whatever you like. But I one hundred percent recommend go watch. Also, I think something to note is with the corona situation happening, so many shows have suspended production. It's actually wild. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, um, th- I this mean all of Disney, all of Warner Brothers. Uh, I mean, like, I don't know if you guys have seen, but, like, uh, there's, like, like late-night TV shows, like, uh, like, Last Week Tonight or, like, uh, it's, like, The Late Show. Like, they, mm-hmm. they're all, like, taping without, like, TV audiences, and it's, like, really... It's, it's like, honestly, like, really eerie, right? Because, like, you're so used to those, like... like not. Too. Yeah, like not like laugh tracks, but like the like the laughter and like that laughter yeah. feedback, and like instead you just have like Stephen Colbert and like Jimmy Fallon and like uh, John Oliver just like saying jokes and then just like silence and like I don't know, it's 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 weird. 
Yeah, I feel like there's kind of like when there are audience members, there's some kind of mood and presence that they add. Even if they're not like saying anything, you just like know they exist and it kind of just like adds to the entire ambiance of the the show. But oh, yes. uh, <laughs> beautiful yeah. word, Viswa. Ambiance. Um, ambiance. Ambiance. Oh, yeah. yeah. Some nice ambiance. Well, like I saw the Stephen Colbert like thing on, on YouTube and without like the audience on. It just, yeah, it was yeah. kind of off, I guess. It's it's eerie. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. Well, I mean, the shows were designed to be performed in front of a live audience. It doesn't yeah. work without. But I mean, like honestly, like even without, like it just it, it's got that like kind of like you know apocalypse uh, montage feel, like where like you just see like uh, like you know the the beginning of every apocalypse movie. There's like um, like a ten minute montage of like news clips and like stuff like that, oh, yeah, like showing yeah. just like shit going wrong. <laughs> like I feel like we're in the middle of that. Okay, yeah. So about that, I remember a while ago. Well, two things. First is a while ago I saw this video of the song by uh, the song "What a Wonderful World" by Louis Armstrong, and that's just played over a bunch of scenes over these destruction apocalypse movies, oh, and oh, it's God. just so fitting. It's so beautiful to watch. Oh, my. So oh, 100%. I thought you were going to say it was played over, like, real-life news things are happening now. And I was oh, like, no. Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> that would be kind of scary. Would, would I, mean, like, I, I, I can tell you, I, I know exactly, like, what, like, news stories and news clips I would put over, like, the montage of coronavirus 2020. Because, like, you know, fucking just, like, Trump going from, like, everything's fine to, like, U.S., like... And then, like, you have, like, a news clip of just, like, the U.S. fucking shutting down. And Trump's like, it might be a problem. Yeah, this is the slow, the slow transition into health. But the second thing I wanted to, I was just thinking about this the other day, and it's kind of a tangent. But for all the people who are, like, pregnant and, like, having kids, imagine, like, going to a hospital yeah. right now. Like, what a stressful situation to be in. Okay, well, I mean, yeah, on the bright my aunt, side, I... my aunt is like that. I, I yeah, have like, heard I have heard that like uh, they oh, did really? they did a study in uh, Wuhan. Um, it was a very small study, only like nine nine pregnant mothers, but it did show that like of like of all nine mothers, all gave birth and all had healthy babies without coronavirus. So I think that should you know. Well, given the fact that it doesn't disease. affect like the kids as much, like I don't think it yeah. would be a problem. Which is like, yeah. you know, I think yeah. the one silver lining. It depends. Sure. Well, it depends if the mother has a, a condition. Mm-hmm. Right. But it's just a scary thing in general to be like going to hospitals. Like a lot of times yeah. they don't like even if you think you have corona, like unless you're sure you're sure and you're in like a really terrible state, they tell you don't go to hospitals because you could literally like right. catch it or catch some kind of virus and like you, you know, you just don't want to. Honestly, so. like yeah. And like the medical professionals are probably really overtaxed right now. Mm-hmm. They're gonna be pretty soon. Yeah, shout out to everyone working in the medical. <laughs> yeah, shout out right to now. all the doctors, uh not you cub, but everyone else. Um, I never claimed to be a doctor, but okay. Uh, we He's always assumed student. you were. <laughs> you have. <laughs> yeah, yeah, come. You know, you can't, you can't deny it, come. Yeah, I mean, you probably have really crappy handwriting, terrible bedside manner, everything that a doctor needs. My handwriting. Oh, I type most of my stuff. So. Ah uh, yes, <laughs> the digital yeah, signature. Already. Right, well, um, uh, back on topic. Uh, yes. Okay, on a so, lighter, on a lighter note. Yeah, yeah. Other TV shows to binge. So I have always been an advocate for the expanse. I will continue to be an advocate for the expanse until the day I die. Um, it is on Amazon Prime Video because Sci-Fi made that foolish, foolish decision to trying to cancel the expanse. And then Daddy Jeff was like, uh, "No, thank you." And then he threw like a billion dollars at it because, like, no, he's uh, he's big dick with his money. 
so way to fix anything. Really. I mean, just throw right, a million I mean, dollars in. I mean, yeah, like I he just, this, I, he just. Do. I saw this. I saw this recent thing about like, uh, there's this. I forgot. It's some meme on Instagram. It wasn't really a meme, but it was like a video to show how much like wealth Jeff Bezos has. And so they had like each grain of rice represent a hundred thousand dollars, and and then they showed like a like a pile of a million dollars, and then they showed how much Jeff Bezos had, and it was like massive, bro. I didn't think it would be that big. It was, it was like so like the pile of a million dollars, the pile yeah of a yeah million dollars was maybe a handful, and or maybe it was even 10 million but either either way it was just like a handful of money <laughs> and but the pile of like jeff bezos as well it was it was like at least the size yeah. the size of, of like a twin Once size again, a twin uh, size jeff, bed <laughs> jeff bezos yeah. uh please size. send us a million dollars um i know you can afford it honestly you probably wouldn't even notice if you lost a million dollars um it's like yeah, it's like literally... yeah, most, of, most of his money though is like not liquid it's like non-monetary assets yeah. right okay so... look but like even even if you assume that like 10 percent of his money is liquid that's still like like a fucking like you know billion dollars that's so, enough yeah. to feed like all of africa not a small yeah. billion in africa, like all of africa uh, <laughs> but like anyway so back to the expanse like basically what can i say it's a sci-fi tv show it is the best sci-fi tv show i've ever seen and i'm a pretty big sci-fi nerd um it is uh dramatic it is uh political it is like epic i mean is the best thing on television uh at the moment i will stand by that um and if you have not watched it go watch it because uh really what the hell are you doing with your life you think the you think the expanse is better than stuff like the witcher and the office oh um oh yeah no question Okay. I mean, like, The Witcher is, like, The Witcher is, it's good, right? Um, the only problem with The Witcher is that, like, it's, um, it's got, like, a little bit of, like, a, like, a weird pacing thing, like, at the beginning, where, like, it just kind of jumps around in the timeline. Um, it doesn't really tell you. It, like, you just have to, like, fucking figure it out. Um, but, I mean, like, honestly, The Expanse is just yeah. beautiful. Well, like, I think... Fe- Right now, since, like, with the corona and all the stress and, like, this entire situation, everyone's kind of in, like, a more depressed mood. So I feel like maybe watching The Office is a way to, like, you know, a more lighthearted show to just make you kind of just, like, sit back and, like, just forget about everything that's happening and just, you know, just chill for a while and just watch the amazingness of Michael Scott, Pam, Dwight, just the entire squad just be nonsense. Maybe Michael, like, but you know, if you like, that show if you like just, pranks too, man. Like, and they pranks, have some really yeah. good pranks. You got like Jim's Asian pranks. Jim, by far one of the best pranks of all time. Yeah, it was actually amazing. They fully committed to that prank. But uh, other than TV shows to be binging right now, you could play some video games like us because we're a bunch oh, yeah. of gamers. We're yeah, I got, I got a really, really, really good video game to play. I don't know. It's it's been out for a while. I, it's even it's still worth going back and replaying it. I don't know if you guys have played it, but Red Dead Redemption Two. Have you guys ever played uh, that? Yeah. Uh, oh my god! I've never played, but Mr. Yeah, Fruit I've never been so invested. I've never been so invested in a story in a video game before. I cared about every single Ooh. one of the characters. The writing was so, like it was so good. It is definitely in my like top three games of all time. Like, all right, it's all such right, Jacob, the well, gameplay is I'm good. Here. Like. Like, if you're so invested in Red Dead Redemption, I want to see you do your best cowboy impression. 
Oh god, I can't do the cowboy impression. Oh, you should call yourself a you call yourself invested. <laughs> Wait, I was we should all in just story. do cowboy impressions for the rest yeah. of the podcast. Oh yeah, no, no, I'll do it. I'll do it with you. Yeah. It's high okay. noon. It's high Yeehaw, noon brother. somewhere in the world. I'm gonna yeah. talk in a cowboy accent. Oh it's yeah. It's high noon. Yeehaw, brother. And now that we've lost our last listener, uh, let's get on to the next video game. (laughs) Next video game you should check out is a game called Mine. Basically, it's if you guys have ever played like the card game Resistance, it's similar. Basically, there's like five missions or something. You send people on missions and they're supposed to like secure it or hack the mission. And there's like the good guys and then the hackers and it's an entire it's, it's a good party game to play with your friends and you can all play from the comfort of your room just all get online create create a lobby and if you don't have friends well um you can play with ai uh, you can play uh, with ai you can, play I think with you, can, you can also I think play with you can play with yeah, other players or you online. can play with us you can play with us you can play oh, yeah, well, in, yeah. in the review <laughs> section uh, yeah, yeah just, it's uh, free on Steam too. It's free, so I like that. Uh, just, yeah, just just leave us a review, uh, five stars, or we won't play with you. Um, <laughs> and just like you know, tell us what your uh, gamer tag is, and we'll get into a real gaming session, gamers. Yep, and it'll be great. And speaking of, <laughs> we are uh, a five star rented podcast, actually. Yeah, we are. Uh, and speaking of how my night is uh, free on Steam right now, both Microsoft and Steam are having humongous sales. Noah has a Ooh. bit more information on that. All right, I mean, like Steam. Um, I mean, okay, look, if you know Steam, you know they have sales. They have sales coming out the ass. Like you know, everything is on sale. <laughs> And let me tell you right now, they have sales. What kind of sales? Let me tell you what kind of sales. Ubisoft sales. You never heard of Ubisoft? It's a game company. You don't really need to know much else. But Assassin's Creed, you never heard of Assassin's Creed? What the hell is wrong with you? Assassin's Creed, you're an assassin, you have a creed. Now, it, Assassin's Creed, all the games, $20 or less, go buy them. Uh, what else do they have? They have Watch Dogs. You watch some dogs, uh, and they have Watch Dogs 2, so you watch more dogs. They have Far Cry um like you in far cry the main character is very sad the uh he cries all the time he also travels a lot he's a backpacker yeah you know, speaking, speaking, have... of, speaking of dogs though i gotta get a good little anecdote there so uh nobody cares Kyle. yeah no no uh... forget, this is good this is good this is good <laughs> yeah so you know a world health organization right who right did a bunch of testing uh, who? Yeah, who did, uh, did a bunch of testing. <laughs> I know it's coming. Did a bunch of testing on these dogs, right, to see if they could contract and spread the coronavirus. Because oh, obviously yeah. that'd be like a huge problem if dogs could spread the yeah. virus, right? I would cry. But uh, yeah, yeah. yeah it was, it, so they took a bunch of dogs, tested them for it, and it turns out they were negative. So they they let all the dogs go. They let the dogs out. Who let the dogs Who out? Let the dogs out. Oh my god! <laughs> wait, just wait, the, just knew where that was going the whole time. Wasn't there like a dog from the start that like actually contracted it though? Uh, I don't know, but wait, I'm pretty sure dogs can contract can't, it, but they just can't spread it. I read no, 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 something like okay, they no, can I'm contract, sure but not spread. There was like a dog in like Wuhan that like got coronavirus, which means okay. a coronavirus is coming after all we hold dear, <laughs> old people, dogs, Tom Hanks. Where will it end? Idris Elba too. Yeah, he got if it. You guys haven't heard yeah, just Elba. No, just saw that. No, we have to draw a line. We have to draw a line in the sand and say, coronavirus, you do not cross this line. You do not cross this line. I don't care how infectious you are. You get out of our dogs. You get out of our old grandmas. And you get the fuck out of Idris Elba and Tom Hanks. Yeah, you tell them, though. That'll for sure. Yeah. Sure that'll stop away. 
Yeah, that's good. At least, at least the dome. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, uh, but yeah, basically what you should take away from this is there's big sales on Steam, tons of games that you can get. So, uh, Oh yeah, one other check uh, it out. big sale. Um, Rainbow Six Siege is on sale for $8. Rainbow Six yeah, is a very can... good game. It's an LGBT simulator. Um, there are six <laughs> uh, game people. Uh, gay people, yeah. they are under siege. And your job is uh, to get them out of the siege. It's it's also kind of like a dating sim, but like you know yeah. you know what I'm talking about. Um, very very sex positive. Do yeah, I, lots of lots of great that, games. You know, you got Uno. Got. You can play Uno with your friends. Oh yeah, it's the, uh, the Spanish version of One. Yep. Uh, if also, you don't know what Ubisoft One is, game. I mean, really, what are you doing? Yes, also a Ubisoft. Is it game. actually a Ubisoft game? Yeah. It is in fact a Ubisoft. Online game. Uno is Ubisoft. Uh, I mean, You're interesting. Yeah, so definitely go check out some of these games. I know Noah has always been a big proponent of this one sort of game slash simulator sort of thing. It's called Tabletop Gaming Simulator. Right. Well, I mean, uh, it's it's really in the name. It's a simulator, so you can uh, game on tabletops, but on your PC, not in real life. Because you know why? Because you can't catch coronavirus through your PC. Uh, And that means... Actually, PCs catch viruses all the time. Shut the fuck up. Um, <laughs> and there's you your daily I... dose of humor. <laughs> that was oh my God. sarcasm if you did not. <laughs> what? Thanks for that, Brene. Brene, your speaking privileges are revoked again. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the council has <laughs> Bro, last time we uh, said, when we yeah. ever say we say stop something talking. sarcastic, Brene, Brene, we're going to have to remind you. Stop, okay. stop, stop talking. Five. Your you're speaking privileges are revoked. Three strikes. Five, you're gone. Five. Okay, but basically... Uh, since you can't play uh, tabletop games with your boys um, or your girls, you know, or uh, your non-gendered uh, peoples, uh, you can play them on Tabletop Gaming Simulator. Uh, exactly. It's all the tabletop games you know and love, but instead of in real life, uh, they're on a PC. Not much else to it. It's pretty simple. It's pretty great. Yeah. And, so, Noah, uh, what, what, what are some examples of the games they have on tabletop? Oh, well, I mean, you can play cards. Uh, there, are, I, I have seen um, these games called Red Flags and Fun Employed be played. If you've never played Red Flags, it's great. It's basically uh, a dating sim from hell um, or a dating game from hell. So you, uh, if you ever wanted to uh, play The Bachelorette with your friends, um, but like a very crappy version of The Bachelorette, yeah, Red Flags is your game. Yep. Sure. All right, great. And... We know tabletop gaming similar is great. Uh, some other one other really great game that Noah and I have been playing until all our universities shut down is uh, D&D, which stands for Dungeons and Dragons. Actually featured in the very first episode of Stranger Things, by the way. Go check it out. Wow. But uh, basically, D&D is a role-playing game where you get to create your own character. You get to exist in any kind of world. It's similar to like the podcast that I was talking about earlier with Hello from Ma- from the Magic Tavern. You have elves, you have all sorts of different species, uh, but you get to just hang out with your friends, go on quests, do really whatever you want, and it's it's really great. No, you want to talk some more about that? I mean, like uh, what I am gonna say is, as soon as I get my ass out of DC and back into Plano, uh, I do have a. D&D campaign I've been cooking up, you know, for for our boys here. Uh, and, you know, who knows? Maybe we'll put that on the podcast. Uh, maybe not, because, uh, you know, 
that's pretty nerdy. But hey, if you're listening to us, you're probably very tolerant to that because, well, we're all yeah. nerdy as hell. Um, but you and know, if you're, Dean, if you're interested, um, we could start a separate podcast mm-hmm. for our uh, our D and D ventures, and you could tune into our online sessions of uh, D- yeah. Dungeons and Dragons. And you know, our I mean, like D and D can just be whatever you want to make it. It can be a serious epic adventure. Or it can be uh, possibly the worst um, sort of adventure you've ever seen. It can be whatever the hell you can make it. And uh, knowing the, the the participants in this upcoming party, um, I mean this upcoming D and D adventure, I can already tell you, it's going to be a shit show. Yeah, I I think we're just going to kill Pernay really quick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think so too. I, I definitely well, think so too. No, wait. You won't have to do that. He'll just manage to do it himself. Yeah, maybe. I'm telling you, I will survive. Uh, I yeah. will survive. Yeah. Uh, but you know, D and D isn't the only activity you can do uh, while you're quarantined because of COVID. Uh, there are a bunch of other activities you could try. I mean, this uh, this uh, Jacob Brene. You can you want to sound us off? Yeah, just. Yeah, yeah, so uh, in terms of activities you can do, one thing is starting a podcast with your friends. The four of us have somehow managed it with Pernay as editor, so I'm sure you and your friends so could do better. So yeah, no, honestly, like, you know, I thought it'd be a lot harder, but it's not that hard. Like the, it's, mean, it's pretty easy to like... We're just talking about shit, and no, I'm going to be honest, I haven't even seen any of our like episodes up on like... Uh, Google, Google or Apple Podcasts. So I have no idea if anybody's even listening to these. Uh, we're really just shouting into the void here. But we, you know. we, I'll tell you this much. Last time I checked, we had six five star ratings. So we did. We do. Wait, but, but Google yeah, Analytics, not, not Google like Analytics tooting our own horn a little bit. Google wait, Analytics wait, wait. tells me the numbers are too low to report any viewers. So, so. wait. So, so three of those five star reviews are probably you guys. But who are the other I mean, three? No, because Cobb and Jit don't have Apple, so it's oh. me, and then oh. other people. Wow, five! We have five listeners. No, have you not reviewed our or rated our podcast? No. Freaking get on your phone right now! How and dare you? <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. To be fair, I won't do we, that. We might not know, like if they, even though they rated it, they might not have heard all of it. They might have just rated it and just like left. That's it. okay. That's you know, okay. Uh, I'm going to be honest, it's probably our parents. They are very supportive people. Mm-hmm. All of our parents have been very supportive, even though we are all um, disappointments in our own ways. So, Our own unique ways. Yep. <laughs> uh, uh, one other thing you can do, I guess, other than start a podcast with your friends. Something Noah does cook. quite a bit. I know. Yeah. Noah. Noah cooks. He posts pictures of his food on oh, the yeah. interweb. Um on the interwebs. It's actually quite Instagram. good. Yeah. Uh, uh, pretty I mean, OP. Just tell it took you, a like long cooking... time to do it. He's proud of it. Yeah, cooking cooking is like, uh, like honestly, it's, it's, it's just great. Because like, you know, you just get like a big pot. You put a bunch of like um, ingredients in it. You let the pot do its thing. And then it comes out and you're like, wow, that tastes like food. Yeah. I feel like it's a. I, I don't do it that much, but I feel like it's a very self fulfilling kind of thing where it, like you like, make something and then you taste it, and if, honestly, if it tastes good, it really you're just is. like, wow, like I yeah. really did this. Like I put these things together and I made. It. <laughs> and like honestly, like the best feeling is like sharing it like with with other people afterwards, 
Because, like, you know, you're just like, I am feeding these people. Uh, yeah. I have done it. For sure. And I feel like it's, it is really I, I just want to note that if you ever, like, if you go out, or even if you're, like, eating, your, like, your mom's good food, I feel like it's important to just, like, tell the cook that, you know, you love their food and that it was, it was really great. Because even if it doesn't seem like much that you're doing, it, like, means a lot to the person who made it. That's, that's why yeah. every time I go to a restaurant, I make sure to barge into the kitchen and tell the person who cooked my food, thank you. And then I kiss them. On the mouth. How does it yeah. work out for you? Yeah, but what if the huh? food's bad? What if it's bad? Uh, then I say, them. I appreciate that you tried, and I give them a hug and tell them and that they'll get them. better. Uh, just a hug, okay. Yeah, wow. I mean, like, look, they're... Look, they have to they have to earn the kiss, you know? They have to earn it. If, they, if, mm-hmm. if I just give a kiss to everybody who cooks me a meal, I mean, does it even really mean anything? Uh, I mean, it means you gave him a kiss. Right, but like, you know, it's got to have like some heft to it, some weight. Some it's got to... It, it, it's, it's a kiss, you know? No, it's just like give out kisses willy-nilly. Yeah, that's true. Okay, you know, Noah's very, uh, I see what you mean. Noah's pretty much a nun. A male nun. I am nun. a nun. Uh, I don't, <laughs> a I don't male nun is very also, liberal. Also known uh, as a priest. I with the kiss. No, 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 I'm not a priest. I know that's a common mis- misconception. Nor am I a monk. I am a nun. Um, I have been inducted into the uh, Dominican uh, order. I'm, I'm at the convent wait, of uh, Saint Mary. No, weren't oh. you? Weren't you also a Chinese prostitute at one point? Uh, look, man. What I, happened to that whole whole situation? I I mean, like, I was now. a Chinese prostitute for a while, and then coronavirus happened. I was like, you know, maybe this isn't the best idea. So I was like, you know, where's the best place I can ride out the storm? Um, and, you know, I realized that, you know, as fulfilling as having sex with Chinese businessmen is, I decided that I really needed to find myself in a different place. And that's when I decided to join a nunnery. Yeah, um, Noah, Noah, know, Noah's a male is, nun. Is I'm that one. what it's actually called? Yeah. No, that's, yeah, that that's actually, that's actually, Noah, Noah did mun for a while. Yeah, no, no, um, <laughs> I actually, I actually was, was reading a copy of Hamlet by Shakespeare and, you know, and when Hamlet says, you know, get thee to a nunnery, that really just spoke to me, you know, that just spoke to me personally. And I was like, yeah, you to get I will to get myself to a nunnery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I will get me to a nunnery. And, and uh, I guess you're there now. Yeah. I mean, uh, I got like 12 different STDs, but I also have a it deeper relationship out. with God now. So that that's it. You know. I mean, in a way, you can say you're... Uh, your experience being a prostitute was religious in a way. You know, if you, huh. if, if you think about it, STDs kind of do bring you closer to, to God because oh, yeah. you'll you'll probably die sooner, and then maybe maybe you'll you'll get to God sooner. Yeah. Maybe. But uh, I mean, in terms of other activities you can do, just this is just one I do as like a CS student. But even if you haven't done it before, it could still be really fun. I think coding is super great, and it has the same sort of fulfillment Nerd. process as as cooking. I think hey, you're freaking you're a sci-fi nerd. Shut up. Uh, but That's like, true. if you just code something, and like, you, sometimes you'll get errors and stuff. But if you power through, you fix the errors, and you run it, and it works. Like that yeah, feeling, yeah. Yeah. fixing is... fixing the errors is definitely, and we have seeing the moment when it works is definitely very, very good. It's very, yeah. very. Fulfilling. It gives you the sense of fulfillment that you can't get in real life because in real life, when you try and fix the errors, you can't. 
Yeah. Do you guys do you guys ever <laughs> just like sad, lie right? in bed or just like at random moments in your life, like at night or just like during the day, you just think about random cringe moments in like your past? Oh my god. Yes, I most yeah. definitely have. Yeah. Most definitely uh, have. Yes. Yeah, no one no one no one thinks about his grapevine round a lot. Ah. Uh, okay. Uh, are you talking about? <laughs> I will this? say, okay. you know, we I don't, I got to TOC anyways. We got to TOC anyways. All right. Um, no, it's just it's just sometimes like I'll just like lie in bed and I'll just like slowly just like cringe. I'll just like continuously cringe because I just keep thinking about stupid things I've done in my past. Say, and I just let me just say, yeah, yeah but whenever whenever that happens, are... I realize that like everybody has done those things and it's just like a part of. Even though I realize that, even though you realize it, you you still like there's still one element of being like, why was I so stupid at this point? Like, what the like, hell? Yeah, no, that people, was pretty. That was pretty like last week when you forgot to edit everything. I know, right? I mean, like people are like, you know, if I had a time machine, I would go back and like, you know, I would shoot Adolf Hitler, or I would go back and I would like meet Leonardo da Vinci. Man, if I had the time machine, I would go back to when I was 12, slap myself, and say, stop being such a little shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice, Noah. You're the no most interesting answer I've heard to that question. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Okay, what is most the interesting answer? answer? Yeah, I forgot who said it. Well, someone told me. They had to make, like, it was like impromptu speech questions they were given, and they were like, they go back to every moment on those tests where they change that one answer that would, like, those are, they, oh. they had the right answer first, and then they changed it to the oh, wrong answer. There's the difference for them making a certain grade. And they said they go back to every single moment and tell oh, them to, like, shut up. I hate that. I hate that oh. so much. I can oh tell you God. the one question I got wrong on the PSAT, on uh, the reading and writing question, and... I can tell you, I spent 10 minutes on that question. I did fucking math, okay, in the reading writing section. I was like, if from equals to, and to is a preposition of to be, then ought equals from. It's big brain time. No, that's why you got it wrong. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I got it wrong. (laughs) That is why you got it wrong, though. Oh, God. Yeah. We, I think we all have this cringe moments. I remember once in our debate class, I sneezed on Jackie, who oh, was our valedictorian. Oh, yes. Oh, God. <laughs> it was pretty funny. That was, that was I, I mean, like, I didn't do it on purpose, right? Like, I sneezed over here, but she, like, like she was, like, sitting somewhere, like, over, like, below me on some chair or something, and somehow, like, I guess I just, I didn't have full coverage. I didn't oh, do, man. like, the... So I remember watching a video like in seventh grade about how you're supposed to sneeze, and instead of putting your arm like across, like horizontally across your mouth, they put it like vertically. So they had like their arm like vertical <laughs> to like their head, so and they're like, the "This hell? is this is the optimal way to sneeze." And I just never did it. But maybe if I did it like that, I wouldn't have sneezed on our valedictorian. But you know, yeah, we're is not that one of those cringe moments safe. you go back to? That is one of those cringe moments. Yet. I just, I just think about <laughs> another cringe moment. Safe. I, I, this was like a long time ago, but another uh, cringe moment that has happened to me in my college experience was I remember one night pretty late. Michael and I, uh, Michael's one of my friends. We went out to go get uh, Taco Bell because you know I always I love Taco Bell. Big proponent of Taco Bell. Uh, Yo, Taco Bell's like, gonna close, by the way. They keep their drive-throughs open. Uh, drive-throughs, so, okay. So, okay, you're yeah, so I'm yeah, fine. Yeah, I'm good. 
Uh, but like at 11, around like 11 p.m., right? They closed their inside shop, so you can't enter Taco Bell. You can only go go through the drive-through. So I went through the drive-through, and we we're like, oh, we need some place like chill and eat, and we didn't want to eat in his car because, like, for whatever reason, I don't know. But so we we drove to a nearby park. And we were like, oh, it is 11 p.m. This is a good time to go sit in a park bench on a cold, like, night and just eat Taco Bell. So so we pull up into the parking lot of this park, and we we go, and we sit, we go all the way to this park bench, and we start walking there. And then a police car pulls up, and then parks oh, right next to his car. And then he, like, comes out of his car, and he, like, calls us over to him, and I'm just like, I don't want to die. Like, the, <laughs> I'm, it's too soon for me. <laughs> okay. Like, not like this. So he calls us over and he like asks for our IDs, and I'm just like, please, like, like I know it's dark, like I look brown, but like really I'm white, like I want the good place, like don't do this to me. Uh, but he takes our IDs, he looks at them, and he's like, okay, you're fine. But he explains to us that after like 10 or 11 p.m., like the parks close, and I was like, what? I, I didn't oh, know wait, parks. What? Close. It's a fucking patch of grass. I didn't realize that you could <laughs> yeah, close that. I'm not, neither did we. But he explained that the park was closed right now. And, like, we can't be, like, walking around and doing stuff in the park because it's, like, past whatever time and they've declared the park is closed. And and we were like, oh, we're just eating Taco Bell. And I think the bags from Taco Bell are what saved us because otherwise it would have looked real sus. But we had, like, food from Taco Bell. And he was like, oh, okay, you just want to eat. And I was like, yes, like, I don't want to die. <laughs> <laughs> At least let me right, eat no. before I go. I'm sorry, officer. Uh, I went I went into this uh, park after dark to shoot a heroin with my other delinquent friends. Yeah. So, but, I mean, like, okay. One. Well, let me just finish. Uh, he let us go. And he, he was like, you know what? Like, it's fine. You guys can eat. Just, like, leave. And, like, just remember that park's closed after, like, this time. So he was pretty chill, and he left. So we just sat down. We ate super fast. I think I called Frene uh, at this time. I think I remember <laughs> calling Frene. I probably I remember you us. calling me one oh time. Oh, wait, wait. I definitely remember this, actually. <laughs> I yeah, totally I called Frene. I was like, holy crap, you won't believe what happened to me. But we ate super quick because apparently they patrol, like, all these parks, like, after, like, the, the time slows. Like, this is what our police do with their time. They patrol parks. <laughs> so... We were scared another police police dude was going to roll up on us, like, and it was a different dude, and he was going to give us problems, because we would have already thrown our way our Taco Bell, and we wouldn't have anything to be like, oh, we were eating. So, we just, like, <laughs> ate super fast, we got in the car, and we just left. Oh, man. Well, I mean, uh, if we're just sharing cringe stories, I, I have one. That's not um, super cringe, though. Okay. Like, well, yeah. That's not super cringe. I, mean, I just remember it's just I interesting. Just remember being very memorable. I mean, uh, there was... This one time when I was like 11 and my mom sent me off to like this like uh, church summer camp. Um, and like even at that point, like I didn't really care too much about religion. That worked like, out well, didn't it? Yeah. Mr. Atheist. I mean, <laughs> I mean, like I was just like, all right, whatever. I'm just like going to chill here and eat the free food. Um, but like there was like this one point where like two of the friends I'd made in that like summer camp were like, like got into a fight, right? And, like, I was basically the middleman. And, like, I was, like, trying to, like, get them to, like, you know, talk to each other. And so, like, I asked, like, I was, like, you know, hey, like, you know, can I talk to, like, I asked, like, the, the chaperone, like, hey, like, can I, like, talk to my, like, my two friends? She's, like, all right. And then, like, you no, know, we go talk and I come back. And, like, for some reason, right, I don't, to this day, I don't know why, 
but like this will tell you something about like the kind of child I was. Um, my eleven year old mind was like, you know, in in some way, I'm basically Sweden talking between North and South Korea, and like, <laughs> and then like that's like the metaphor I had going through my brain. I did not tell either of my friends this. Thank yeah. God. But, like, when we came back, like, the chaperone was like, hey, like, you know, what happened? Like, what's going on? And, like, my dumb 11-year-old ass could only tell her North Korea and South Korea. And, like, I just left. <laughs> and, like, to this day. <laughs> and, like, I'm, I'm still unsure if she, like, ever made something out of that. But, like, <laughs> that's the story. That's it. No said nothing else. No yeah, problem. I was I like, North Korea, South Korea. That perfectly describes South. Noah's personality. I, oh my god. <laughs> I'll, tell, I'll tell you one moment, though. When I was in elementary school, I think, uh, I, I was thinking something in my head, and I did say it out loud for some reason. So, uh, I went to this, like, uh, this is during the summer, right? So, obviously, parents are working. You need a place to stay during the day. So, there's some daycare center. We were, like, fairly close. So, I first, I went to, like, it's like a Montessori. I think it's Morningstar Montessori. Uh, that's all I'll say about specifics. I won't say anyone else's <laughs> names. But uh, so uh, I was really so at first I just went, but eventually I became really close friends with like the owner's like son and stuff. So I got like certain special privileges, right? It's like well, other people uh, had to I don't know like stick to the schedule and stuff. I could just like run around with the owner's son. We could like play computer games whenever we want. We could just run around the place like without having to care for anybody or any of the rules and stuff like if there's nap time we don't we can go shit like who cares about nap time we would go run around so either way so there's the owner's son also like real quick pernay has never he has not changed he is still like this he's like let us go run around (laughs) (laughs) i I just felt the need to mention this you may continue wait 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 i've been been running around since okay yeah. yeah wait wasn't there that one time like we went to like blaze pizza at like 1 a.m. after a debate tournament. Yeah, but it's like, let's like, have hey, a race. Yeah, let's go oh. run to, like, the Best Buy. Like, that's, like, Frenet. <laughs> He's just, like, left. Let's go run around. Okay, and we all yeah. listened so, to it. We all did it. Yeah. <laughs> that, that tells you something about us, too. two. Uh, yeah, so either way. So this guy's cousin also comes to, uh, um, like, he also, like, is really often, like, goes to the element and uh, not the the monastery and we like all the three of us are kind of like a gang we like go around the place uh, like like not following the rules and stuff so one time it was uh it was like nap time so everyone else is asleep and so us three were like walking around and this guy's older sister too the owner's owner's daughter i guess but she's older she's maybe like in middle school at this time and so uh just like one like disclaimer the the so the owner is the guy's mom, and the guy's dad works uh, somewhere else, like abroad. And I don't see him that often. Uh, but this guy is kind of like a, you know, he's like a big guy. I'm like big, as in like he's kind of he's kind of fat. Like I'm not I'm gonna say it. He's kind of fat. And so uh, one time, this other random man walks into the walks into the monastery, and we're just like sitting, we're chilling in the front, right? We're kind of where the office is. And this guy walks in, and the owner's son's cousin sarcastically says, "Hey, isn't isn't that your dad?" And uh, let me let me call the owner's son Bob and the cousin like uh, Jim Bob or something. So Jim Bob, Jim Bob says, "Hey, isn't hey isn't, Jim Bob like tells Bob like, hey, isn't that your dad?" And this is like a sarcastic statement, right? 
And then my my dumbass, I just I just hear what he's saying. I didn't recognize that it was sarcasm, and I just said, "Wait, no, Bob's dad is really fat." <laughs> like I said oh, it <laughs> out loud to his face, to everybody's face. And so when I said it, I was like, "Holy, like what what did I just do?" But luckily, luckily they took it really like chilly. Like everyone started laughing. But the thing is, right after this, like Bob's sister, Jim Bob, they went to. Bob's mom, who's the owner of the place, and they told her exactly what I just said. Oh god! And, she's, and I was like, "Oh god, I'm gonna die!" Like, why you, why you do this to me? But the thing is, she starts laughing too, and I was so surprised. <laughs> I was like, "Bro, they're not like actually roasting me or anything." Poor they're Bob's actually, like, dad. Made... Yeah, and then, and then they went to Bob's dad <laughs> and said the same thing too. And I was in front of both Bob's mom and Bob's dad while they were telling the entire story, bro. I was. So embarrassed. Like every now and then, this is like these are the cringe moments I think about. Yeah, that's not even like, that cringe though. You're like five years old or something. Where, no, I was five. I was like, they, I was like, maybe like third grade or something. I mean, they laughed because you were super young, right? Like if, if it was like in like a tenth grader that said it, they just like probably take offense. But because you're like a little <laughs> yeah. kid, like I mean, no, I mean, like granted, like Bob, he was also he's only like a year or two older than me. Uh, yeah. Okay. So we've all shared. Cringe stories, uh, I think. I just wanna, I just wanna share a story, like not mine, but my younger brother's, just because like it reminds me of Brene's. Um Because <laughs> okay. like basically, I was in an elevator in like I think it was like Hawaii with like my, my dad and my younger brother. Um, my younger brother's like six, I think at the time, maybe maybe five, and like we're in the, in the elevator with like this elderly couple, and like the 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 man is like he's like a big dude, right, and like. <laughs> My younger brother turns to my dad and he's like, Dad, that guy is pregnant with triplets. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. I can totally see your brother saying this. Uh, oh, my God. Unfortunate. I can definitely see this happening. Okay, the only person here who hasn't shared a cringe story yet is Jacob. So Yeah, I've been uh, thinking yeah. of one. I've been thinking of one. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, no. Most of my cringe moments that I that, that I like relapse on are like things I should have said in debate rounds. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Actually, though, actually, that yeah, in remember, itself is pretty cringe. There's, there's the, the, oh my god, the is cringe or not like, like the worst one was our our round with Sharon and Daniel at Berkner Pernay. What's so cringe about this? I don't. We were just Wait, so bad. If you, if you guys beat them, you would have stayed called, right? Uh, yeah. yeah, 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 you yeah, have yeah. Yeah. No, and we then were... you guys lost. Yeah, because oh no, god. Then, oh my god. yeah, we were we were just bad that round. That's the one I relapse on the most. I know Pernay's one is at Harvard. Oof. Oh, like when I did bad. Yeah. I don't see. I don't really think much about that. I think more about state against uh, what are those? What are the names? Like, how did I forget their names? Oh, Tangela Roundtree. Yeah, I think I've never seen that, that's the only that's literally the only thing that infuriates Pernay. Oh my god, those motherfuckers. I think 
I could. Tangela Rauji probably could... doesn't even know who you are. <laughs> I know. They definitely it's like, don't. It's like the Thanos meme. I know who they are. No, what do they say? What do they say? They said something about Patriot Act. What do they? What do they say? Yeah, yeah. So we are. The topic was should we like something about the authorized AMF, the authorized yeah. something military force. Use for military yeah. force. Should we like repeal uh, yeah. the authorization so, to use military force? Our our so our argument was like something about AMF like allows the president to intervene internationally in like international affairs and just like go and attack people and so they they just started saying hey no the patriot act already does that which first of all it is like very false the patriot act is like about domestic stuff and it doesn't allow you to like go commit like start war against other other countries like it just doesn't do that and so at first we're startled we're like hey this I've never heard of this maybe maybe they maybe they it might so we just asked for a piece of evidence like we're we're pretty sure that it wasn't good like the Patriot Act does not do this and we so we asked for some sure. evidence. we like knew this for a fact yeah yeah we knew this for a fact we asked for some evidence to see like what kind of bullshit they're pulling but they said no if we don't have any evidence it's just common sense and we're common just like, sense. this this makes no what the hell it's common sense that it doesn't like intervene we explained some reasoning and then and so, and so we're just like, so obviously if you make a claim in debate, like you have to back it up. So they made this claim with some evidence. They made the claim that the Patriot Act allows you to intervene internationally, which, so we asked for evidence for them to back it up and they didn't give anything. This went out throughout the entire round. And eventually they started asking us for evidence to say that it wasn't, uh, the Patriot Act didn't allow people to intervene. And so this like clearly made no sense because they're originally <laughs> the people who brought up the argument to say that it does intervene like we didn't we didn't say hey it doesn't intervene like it doesn't allow you to intervene that's why the amf is doing some goddamn shit they were like no this is why it allows us to go and attack other nations and so at the end of the day the the most pissing part of this like the most the worst part of it all is that the judge too she thought that the Patriot Act allowed you to intervene uh, internationally and she thought it was our burden too to go like bring up some evidence saying that it doesn't which is I don't I don't well, even I don't even know man like I I will say this if debate has taught me one thing is that the majority of people are very dumb yeah that is true or, that is 100 percent true like ju- just can, leaving leaving our high school our high school is like the people we hang around with at least oh, yeah. they were like pretty intelligent yeah like I think that's go- somewhat of an understatement I think we're talking like what top one percent in the nation like top one percent yeah probably uh and then then going off to college like oh my god these people are oh so dumb yeah. oh my we're god we're kind of full of ourselves but at the same time like it's true it, i mean we it's like, true. It's, it's not like a it's not like a superiority complex because like not gonna lie we're kind of smart <laughs> but i mean i did I, I got a good cringe story now i got a good good cringe story this okay. this will show my my smartness so I was like, <laughs> okay, well, yeah, I was like, cringe stories are supposed to do the opposite, Jacob. Yeah, that's that's the joke. Pray you can. This is the part where you say that was sarcasm. sarcasm. This was sarcasm. Yeah. That was sarcasm. Oh, right Pray couldn't recognize sarcasm in the third grade. How is he ever going to recognize it now? Yeah, anyway, I was like, it was difficult back know, then, maybe, man. Maybe five, four. I don't know something around there, right? And then I got a birthday gift, right? And it was it was um money. Just like cash, straight cash, right? And then, I mean, this is a pretty short story. There's not a lot of build up here, but anyway, straight cash. Okay. And then, so my parents were like, yeah, you know, split it with your sister and stuff like that, right? Just standard Wait. stuff. <laughs> well, right. cause, yeah, because it was like, 
Yeah, I don't know why, but I just remember that's what I was supposed to do. And so I, I, t- I took it and I ripped the money in half and gave her half because I was supposed to split it in half. And I took half of myself and I stored it away. And then it turned out to be useless. I mean, you know, in, in your favor, isn't it like if you have like 60% of a bill, it's still worth something? Yeah, and I don't Wait, think I is that is that actually, something yeah, like that, something like that. Yeah, yeah, it's some percentage. But I and Ooh, I don't huh. I don't know if my rip was exactly down the middle. I can't remember. Ooh. But if you, if you did it like so, like you gave your si- sister the forty and you kept the sixty, that would be big brain. Yeah, yeah, I would have been That'll the biggest be brain big of all time. Brain. Yeah. <laughs> my God. Okay. I don't. That's you're just stupid. Yeah, that's, that's the whole point. I don't story. really know what to say. You're just stupid. <laughs> oh, wait, 1% I mean, my... <laughs> oh, man. I mean, I will say, like, um, this is not anything, like, on the level of, like, Cobb, like, ripping money in half. But uh, I remember when I, up, up until I was, like, 10, for some reason, I thought the moving company U-Haul was, was like, one word pronounced U-Haul. Like, I saw it and I was like, <laughs> that, that is just a word. Like, uh uh-huh. <laughs> And I was like, and like one time, like, my dad, I was like, oh, I was talking to my dad, and we were like, you know, like, what about the moving company? Uh-huh. And my dad's like, what? And I'm like, you know, uh-huh. You know, with the orange trucks and everything. And he's like, what? No, it's you, haul. And I was like, holy shit, you're well, right. Noah, Noah, it is pronounced you, haul. And for our listeners, I think you should, you all should, uh... Go listen to the other episodes of this podcast. Uh, thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, don't we still have like our, our ending song to do? This is They've Closed Down the Bark by the Yayi Boys, featuring Noah on vocals, Biswa on guitar, Pranay with the Yeah, and Jacob with the Ambiance. Taco Bell past dark Cause they closed down the park Cause they closed down the park